Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined by Bob, who's over here. Hi. Hello, Bob. Hi. How are you on this fine, fine evening? I feel great. <laughs> Everything is sunny and wonderful. Sunny and runny. Delicious. <laughs> Uh, my favorites, my two favorite things. Um, yeah, we got comics this week. Yeah, there's uh, there's some good ones. There's some good stuff. Uh, there's some stuff that I was a little puzzled by this week. Oh, <laughs> I'm not I, gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna lie. I also possibly share I your think puzzlement. We might, we might have a couple of puzzled <laughs> moments in common. Yeah. Uh, but uh, here, let's talk about something really good that I'm actually not reading, which is uh, Abbott. Abbott's good. Uh, Abbott is out this week and it's a wonderful series and I'm not caught up with this series with this current iteration yeah. but the other ones were brilliant so yeah I'm sure it's great honestly like this is be just as good as a trade as as it is that's, single issues that's and kind of the deal so if you're not reading it as single issues it's worth it to check out when it comes out in trade yep that is my feeling as well uh, amazing spider-man that's good you know what in spite of of the fact that John Romita Jr. is crapping up the art in this one. Yeah, he really is fun. I mean, I think he just, like, did too much, you know, like, it, it, any artist can only really, like, put that much refine when they're doing, like, that many books a month. Like, And he also, yeah, I know, but he's so, it feels like 90% of what he does these days is these phoned-in type of issues. Like, he uh, feels like a fill-in guy who's like, yeah, I can totally do an issue in a week. I think when he has time to do he's a good brilliant. job, he has a he does a good job. But when he's doing like a monthly book, he doesn't have time to do as yeah. good a job. No, a hundred. So you definitely feel it in this issue a little bit. But like, it feels like he does that so often that that's what like it's this version of his art that I associate with him. It's not it's not that Superman story that he did. It's this. I mean, honestly, like a lot of, and I don't. I'm 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 speaking out of class or whatever the phrase is but mm -hmm. like you know I'm not a professional comic illustrator but I think that also like how good the script is is sure it speaks to how good the art can be and I don't necessarily feel like not saying this script is bad but like this is literally just like a pig I mean, pile it is. this issue is just a big a big pig pile it is. and it was you knew yep. it was of course going to lead to that and I thought Honestly, a little like we're all the like Machiavellian like this factor versus this factor and all this stuff that it all ended up with like Braveheart, like everybody yeah. like in yeah, a yeah. line facing <laughs> each other in a field is kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, agree. Um, I agree. But, you know, comics are stupid sometimes. Yes, and, and so I try not to hold it against it, although exactly. I did make a decision at the beginning of the storyline that as much as I did follow Spider-Man and was and was picking it up, I was like, I'm not going to follow this. It's a crossover. I mean, and there's going to be too many. It's pretty, it's pretty big and, and dumb, yeah. but it, it is big and dumb and I'm enjoying it. But I don't know. Uh, it's hard for me to put myself back in the subscribing mindset right like i don't know if i would have grabbed this like i don't know if i would have stayed on this i mean book. i specifically stopped collecting the book for this yep. because i just ultimately am not a huge fan of what i refer to as tentpole storytelling which is like sure here's where we're going to be at the end and you you, you yep. know that they know where they're going to be at the end and then it's just all of this and it it i will say there were a couple points of gang war where i was like this is much better than i would have expected oh, it to be i, I strongly agree with yeah. you i actually enjoyed a lot of it in, yeah there were a couple times honestly, where i was like oh, i kind of wish i hadn't and this is this is probably the biggest dumbest issue of this entire run it it's stupid and, 
I actually liked this one. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I thought this was fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, um, I mean, most superhero comics are I mean, basically just a bunch true. of people punching each other. So That's fair. This one uh, is just And that. speak of the devil, it's it's Batman. Ah, uh, man. I will say a couple things about this. Number one, I, it, it'll be... It'll sound like I'm being negative. I don't really <laughs> like the storytelling me- mechanism of this Joker sure. thing. I know it's just like three issues or whatever, or four yeah, yeah. issues or whatever it's going to be. I don't like this jumping back and forth. Also, like, we we didn't talk about... Did we talk, not talk about Action Comics? Oh, yeah, because oh, we, no, we skipped Action yeah, Comics yeah. because it's, it's, it's already sold, sold out. out. But in Action Comics, there's a bizarro virus, and in Batman, there's a joker virus and it was like kind of like maybe you guys should like kind of coordinate (laughs) these things a little bit i agree with that certainly that said uh there's an artist in this there's like multiple artists in this batman run and one of them is that andrea sorrentino artist who Mm -hmm. worked with jeff lemire a lot and i have never liked anything that that artist has done i very much i know it's it's a it's odd one i do not like that art style this is the best art I like there's some really cool Joker imagery in yeah, this. Yeah. And yeah. I think because Zdarsky writes from us like understanding that what he's writing needs to be illustrated perspective. Like yep. there's some cool uh, like kind of I would say iconography in this. Yeah. I um, I think that's that's fair. But it, it it's 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 fine. I'm kind of waiting for what's next with Batman, yeah. but it's it's fine. People are losing their shit over it. Yeah, yeah, it's popular. Reason, I don't know why, but uh, cuz Joker I think because Joker and because you're one. Yes. I think that they're just, yep. people are assuming that These it's going to have the, the kind of like <laughs> monetary uh, <laughs> standing that the other ones do. Yeah, maybe. And uh, it might too, you know, might. I don't know. I mean like the, the, the art, like I've, I've never seen art from that artist that I've liked as much as I like the art in this issue. And then Giuseppe Comancoli is the other artist who I like uh, yeah. and is a very able draftsman and it's cool. It's just the way it's told in like the past, the present, the future, the maybe yeah. it didn't happen. It's just kind of like, what am I reading? You know, it's, it's basically, it's a, it'll read better as a trade. I think. Agree. Very much. We got uh, Black Panther out this week. Wait, what? I have no idea what's going on with Black Panther. Oh, why did we skip Batman and Robin and Batman the Madness? Uh, I, I had it on there. I put uh, While you were talking, I put up Batman and Robin, and then you kept talking, and I was like, oh, and then the Madness. <laughs> because I always skip Batman and Robin. It's uh, up there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Batman and Robin the Madness is this big old honking thing. All right. Sorry. It doesn't I just quite was fit like, into frame. Yeah. Those uh, are comics. They are both comics. And, and Black Panther, which was also a comic. Also a comic. I, there's not really much to say about any of those. No. I mean, if you're reading them, you're going to like them. Yeah. Uh, here's the terrible 97. God, I hate these covers. Uh, this is the 97 uh, variant for Blade. But I love this Blade series, so I'll forgive I that. I read Blade. I didn't read this issue, but I read the last one and the previous ones, and I think it's a great series. Nice. Uh Let's see. What are you? You are Blue Beetle number six. It's good. If you liked the Blue Beetle movie, like you should be reading the Blue Beetle comic. I did like the Blue Beetle movie. It's basically the same. Like it is very much in line with the film, which I finally watched on an airplane uh, between (laughs) Minnesota and Maine. Best Um, way to watch it. It was not the worst way to watch it. You know, I was 
it was. Uh, I got to watch Blue Beetle, and then I watched half of Repo Man, and then we landed. It was cool. <laughs> I couldn't believe they had Repo Man on the plane. That's anyway, nice. That's an aside, but um, but I liked the film, and I think the comic is good. It's yeah. it's it's good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Uh, speaking of things that I think is really cool, uh, Blue Book. I did not read Blue Book. Blue Book, more aliens abducting folks. Ah, yes. And we also have another book that I didn't read because it seemed very much not aimed at me. A thing called The Cabinet. I read it. And what did you think? It is confusing, uh, but the basic premise of it is that there is a cabinet that is sentient and can travel... I wasn't sure if it was like between dimensions, but that's what I think it was happening. The art was not as clear as it could have been, and 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 I didn't hate the art. It just, it, it, I don't know. I was just mildly confused by it. Mildly I did, confused. I I did two passes, and the thing that what I would say about the cabinet is that in the back there's like back matter. That's like, here's who the characters are, and here's how the cabinet works. And it's like kind of like who's who pages. Mm. And if they had been in the front, it would have been much better. That this should not been that should have been front matter and not back matter, because yeah. it would have made the comic make more sense. Cause it, it very much starts just like, here's character, here's going <laughs> yeah. in cabinet, okay. and it's just like, ah, like it just didn't there's a comic that came out this week that did start sort of similarly that did a very good job. This one did not do as well of a job. But I do think if they had just put that back matter in the front, it might have helped. From the and back. if you're interested in this cabinet that travels, I would recommend starting at the back. I would back recommend and, watching Doctor Who. Yeah, start at the back and then work your way to the front. And uh, style. and Criss Cross. Uh, oh, I dropped this book this week. Really done, done. Really, if this is what, what it's going to be like, I'm not interested. What was the what was the problem? The art is completely different. It's like people like cutting their chests open and holding out their guts. Definitely like, saw an awful lot of Bride of Reanimator in this issue. Yeah, I just like I not yeah. like the art style is completely different than it was. And if it's just a fill in, then it's just a fill in, and I yeah. can go back to it. But like, if that's how it's going to look now, I'm not into. I'm not into it. Interesting. Uh, we got uh, this new book from Joe Hill uh, for Creepshow. Yeah. The Wolves of Wolverton Wolf Wolf. A self-contained with art by the Silver Coin artist. Yeah, the Silver Coin artist. Uh, Matthew who Walsh or Michael Walsh or something. let anybody color him, and he refuses to have a real colorist, and I wish he would have a colorist. Uh, but it was cool. Um, hmm. I don't think he's good at coloring his own stuff. Interesting. Uh, I think he no. I think he's good at coloring his own stuff. I don't think he's great, and I think he's a great artist, and I think that he deserves a great colorist as well. And a, I think a lot of artists think that they can be the colorist, when in reality they would do better to have somebody really talented working on it. I didn't hate the coloring. It's very subtle, and I think certainly he does he does the subtlety very it's well. Got a very fra- Frank Avila, Frank Francisco Frank Avila kind of coloring. Sure, yeah, and it's really soft tones, very soft blues and pinks that worked, I guess, for what he was doing. Uh, I loved the story. I thought the 
I thought the book ruled. I thought it was wonderfully straightforward. This is more what I want from Creepshow it's, as opposed to the like the two agree. shorts. Yeah, um, I want like a, a like a one like a right. full issue story. I think and also to really develop it. I think I what I loved about this was it was like. I mean, I wouldn't like to see this be every single thing that they do sure. from now on. Yeah. If they're like, here it is. There's a guy being chased by a werewolf. There's werewolves. It ends with the ending that you think it's going to have. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> cool, but like, it, it, there's no twist. This yeah. does not have a twist. I hope that's not a huge spoiler, but there is no O. Henry ending to this story. It's <laughs> just an ending. So, uh, but I, again, I fucking loved it. And yeah, no, I do love great. this guy's art. I just, again, I think like a lot of people feel about lettering their own stuff where they're like, I can do it. No, you can't. Don't do it. <laughs> Stop doing it. Eric Powell, I'm looking at you. You are literally one of my favorite artists, maybe, maybe my favorite artist. And you are the worst fucking letterer on the planet. Huh. Um, just stop doing it. Interesting. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Don't hold back. Daredevil. I, I, listen, I, I, I say it because I love him so much. You know what I mean? It's something I would say to his face. <laughs> it's 100% true. I There are maybe two artists, neither of them living, that I like more than Eric Powell. And <laughs> it just it pisses me off to see him wreck specifically the goon with poor lettering. Hmm. Like when I look at it, I'm like, this looks like an unfunded Kickstarter project with the best art I've ever seen in my life. Interesting. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Daredevil. He's got a black costume this time. Ooh. Yeah. Noir. <laughs> yes. Uh, not, not quite as noir as the noir one. Uh, it's more like Malibu Stacy getting a new hat. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood something something, dark something or other. This is the Hollywood one. I like <laughs> this one. I'm not reading it, but I've, I hear nothing but good stuff. It's really it. good. The art is really good. Uh, I'm kind of surprised it's still going on maybe this is the last issue hmm i don't know six i think this might be the last one well if you want something that is actually ending this week then get a load of this we've got the deadliest of hands of kung fu Hmm. mr shang chi himself uh i like a good deadly hands of kung fu story this one meh Little, little math for me. It's a little crossovery. It's, uh, in fact, I would say it's very crossovery. Um, call me DRI because it is crossover. Yeah, there was a point in the Spider-Man. I didn't read the Deadly Hands one, but I read the Spider-Man one, and the Spider-Man was like, "Gee, I hope Shang Chi shows up <laughs> with that fancy ring of his. That'll really come in handy." And it was well, like clearly like that's the the story of the Shang Chi is like him. <laughs> And I and Danny Rand doing well, something. Well, here's the thing, though the 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 issue that they reference, they're like they're like, all right, as seen in the last issue of New Avengers. Wait a minute, that was like ten years ago. Oh, the, the New Avengers reference was to. Uh, I thought he was talking ca- about the rings. It wasn't the rings. It was. Oh, okay. um, it was. Spider Woman, I think, being like, I've met this guy before, and and you know what I was confused you're about right. as long as long as we're right, talking about right. here's what I was confused about: Count Nefaria, yes, and Graviton, yep. have 
literally they are almost identical. Yes. And I thought in this entire thing that Count Nefaria was Graviton. And I was like, how is anyone fighting this guy? Because he literally controls gravity. Like he is the most, he's, he's like molecule man level yes, powerful absolutely. in Marvel. He's one of those guys that's just like, like purple man, just like right. impossible to fight. Right. But then I realized it was Count Nefaria, like who's just firestorm like firestorm level of just like yeah, why, just why like, hasn't this guy just destroyed all of reality by accident yeah, be at like this point? Fighting like uh, I, exactly. So it's, it, it's right, precisely. I eventually realized that it was Count Nefaria, who is just strong. <laughs> I don't even I know. I don't even honest. know what the deal is with Count Nefaria, but it's him and not Graviton. Uh, they look very similar. But here's one. Um, What's this? I'm trying to actually remember. If, oh yeah. Okay, so this is going to be a bit of a shit sandwich for this one. Uh, Dis- the Displaced. I loved this book. So, I also. So loved I'm it. going to I'm going to start with with absolute. This book. T to B, enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> that said. I'm really like this person seems like somebody who should really be doing real art because they don't seem to have a handle on just how bad close-ups look with digital art. There are some big ass panels of just close-up pixely looking eyebrows and forehead and it's just ugh interesting. I'm not a huge fan. That said, it didn't make me dislike the book. It, but I did when I saw those moments. I was like, "This looks so lazy." I did not have that take at all. In fact, I loved the art in this book. I thought the writing was great. I think if anyone is starting a new number one comic book, they should look to Ed Brisson who wrote this as the, this is how you bring someone into a world. This is very much like a television show. Um, It it, it like, I would not be surprised if this is like a failed TV pitch, but it's just a really good. Yeah. I'm just concept kind of show what I'm talking about in the camera. The characters are, I think really well realized and the body language and facial expressions totally work for me. They, they like do. The, make the, the characters great. I agree. I'm, I, again, I'm not criticizing the artist for their skill level or for how their storytelling works. I'm simply saying that their choice of tools does bothers me probably because I am old. And when I see this, it reminds me of when Howard Chaikin took to using like a Cintiq and his art just, I never liked his art to begin with. So that's a bad example, but his art took on this very digital, like he had one brush and all the lines looked identical and like nothing changed. It was just a, it was a bad look for him. And it reminds me of that in places. Sure. Uh, I, 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 Sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm I sort of to be negative about stuff, sticking, especially something that I liked so much. But I'm sticking up for it. And I sure, think that like, do. I don't I don't feel like I, I, I think that the, the illustrator might be like making some introductory type of mistakes. It is nothing that I even occurred to me while I was but reading. It. I felt the same way in places to a lesser extent, even in Saga. So, huh. so yeah, I just I, so clearly I'm wrong. So the basically the concept of this book is that 
imagine that you're in your city and you have to go do something outside of your city and just or just outside of your neighborhood or whatever and then a giant sinkhole opens up and your entire city gets sucked into this sinkhole everybody you know that lives there is dead and the media is all around and you're just like there's this huge crater but there's a guy this crazy guy shows up it's it has shades of lost the show well, the tv show i'm going to say it it has more than shades of the book darkness on the edge of town by brian keen okay. wherein uh, a darkness falls around an entire town. No one can penetrate it. There's one crazy guy who turns out to be a magician who's like, no, I tell you, he's like this crazy homeless guy. And he's like, oh, I drew sigils and it's keeping this, the darkness at bay, but don't go any further. And it keeps luring people out into it. And that was that was darkness on the edge of town, well, which the, was the, an amazing book, by the way. I very the much trick, enjoy with the, the trick worst with ending ever. This one is that when the town eventually gets sucked into the the sinkhole that it the the fissure closes up around the town and then yes. no one remembers that the town was there that including the people existed. whose family was killed and yeah. um and so there, there's a couple characters that do remember and that and it's just that's where the mystery begins and i thought it was very very yeah, strong yeah. No, i really I liked agree. It, the displaced agree i i think it's great um my little my little petty pet <laughs> peeve aside uh it's just Again, it's I'm only criticizing people for things when I think they're just absolutely amazing and there's something little that I'm like, oh, I wish they hadn't done that little dumb thing. Hmm. You know, like I don't tend to when I see somebody who does something really bad, I'm like, oh, they tried really hard. And then when I see somebody who's operating at a really high level, I'm like, oh, I just wish I I wish they would do better. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was uh, writing-wise, like, very, Ooh, very strong. Very, very strong. And, uh, like, it brought me in in a way where I wanted to keep turning the pages. Liked all which of the is... characters. And like you said, yep. characterization, like, facial stuff and just, like, expressions, and very, very, very strong. Yeah, it was very ably crafted, and I liked mm-hmm. it as a first issue. This is uh, worth jumping in on, I think. And, of course, there is Dutch. I liked Dutch, too. Joe Casey. Dutch is you like a Joe Casey book. I know it's weird. What's happening to you? It's are you okay? <laughs> not bad. I mean, I also it's drawn by Simon Gain. Who I mean, is that's pretty fucking amazing. awesome. Amazing. Yeah, and then yeah. the first one, I liked the first one a lot, and that one I think was drawn by Nathan Fox, who and I actually, also you love. Know what? I don't hate Joe Casey when he's just writing. Usually, I genuinely usually hate Joe Casey. Like, like almost I, his universally, isn't the it's, worst thing. I've read some very short stories that he's done that I haven't hated, but pretty much anything that he's done as a series, I have pretty after much I, after that came out of my it. mouth that I was like, I don't normally hate his writing. I was like, wait, can I think of an example? I mean, this is one hundred percent old man <laughs> cable. I, I it's like fucking d- think of an example. Dutch is old man cable. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, just yeah, that's course. all it is. It's it's like he pitched old man cable and Marvel said we don't want to do it, it and yeah. so he did Dutch. Like there's no way it's not that. Yeah. But it's good. And the first issue was really good, so I gave this one a shot and this one is drawn by Simon Gain and the art's really good and it's like it's very much just like if you want to know what Joe Casey, former writer of Cable, I think one of the only things that he's written that I didn't hate was his run on Cable. Yeah, with same. Ladron. God, I loved. I, I mean, part really of that was that. just that the Ladron art was so good. But Fair. whatever, you know, it's Joe Casey. I'm, you know, he's he's more successful than me. So who am I to 
complain. He um, makes more money than you. Yeah, the ranking monkey says. <laughs> the ranking monkey says he makes more money than you. Four hundred thousand and twenty-six. Hey, um, good job, Einstein. <laughs> you know what a patent clerk owns? <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Earth divers. I didn't read, uh, but I don't. I'm, I don't read it. Yeah, I know I'm, it's good. I just don't read it. I am way behind on that book. I enjoyed what I have read. Um, And we have Faceless and the Family. Which I do read and I do like, but it's very much like if if you're not into a art book about people running around on an alien world shaped like a hand, like you're not going to probably want to read this book. But I I read the first issue and I was like, wow, that's really pretty. I have no interest in reading any more than this. It's cool. I like it. It was not for me, but I definitely could see how someone would enjoy it. I have stuck with it. Uh, Green Lantern. Uh, Apparently there's a new, I thought Green Lantern was done. (laughs) No, uh, Green Lantern was done in that the comic that was coming out for the last eight months was not very good, which was surprising because it's the guy who wrote flash when flash got really good again. Um, this issue was good. Oh, good. Uh, I don't love it. I'm not really sure that like DC is editorially letting Green Lantern down more than the series sure. is. Uh, sure. There's an interesting Kyle Rayner short that's written by Ron Mars. I love Kyle uh, Rayner, which was cool, like a backup. Um, it's a it's it's a relatively strong issue of Green Lantern. It did not make it into my bring home pile, but it is uh, it is if you're interested in picking up Green Lantern. I think you'll find something to like in this book. As we've said a million times, Hunger in the Dusk is a beautiful, brilliant story, and yes. none of us like fantasy. I do so not we're like not pointy-eared doing it. characters. Also, <laughs> also, Bob hates elves. I do. It's a tr- it's a true thing about me. I don't like comics with elves. How do you feel about Fairyland? Uh, fuck it. Nice. <laughs> if you were I hate it, if you were gonna f Mary kill Fairyland, <laughs> uh, I would say fuck. Fairyland. And marry Fairyland and kill Fairyland. And here is uh, here is the cry for help from Matt Kent called, If you find this, I'm already dead. So it's a little late for him. Yeah. Don't bother reaching out. This is uh, if Matt Kent, if you want to know what it would be like if Matt Kent wrote an alien book, uh, mm-hmm. this is what it's it would be like. And it's actually quite good. It's also drawn by Dan McDade, who is very good. Yes, it's top top notch illustrations and storytelling. I liked it. Here's another one that I enjoyed this Even week. Even though I, it's of a size that I cannot fit into any box <laughs> unless I stick it on the side. I literally, like when I walked in and saw it on the shelf because I'd, I'd been in Westbrook all day and like and David and Marshall had put the, the books out. I literally walked in and I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think he only does books in that so size now. I was so mad that it was that size. I was so angry. Yeah. The, the thing about it that I did like was that- angry, honestly. <laughs> I kind of like that it's not square bound, though. Sure. Because yeah. a lot of books in that yeah, size yeah. do end up being square bound, and I like that it's you can open it. Yeah, I and agree. That's very important. The reason Without I hate a square bound book is that like you can't really open it up. Yeah. Also, fair. it's not on newsprint, or it's not on glossy paper, which I also like. Anyway, uh, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. The Infernals. Did not enjoy it. I did. I oh, thought cool. it was great. Nice. Um, I thought it was interesting. It read to you me. You like that I mean, devil stuff. Yeah, it's it's a very, uh, I don't know, it's a very traditional kind of Satan-y story. Yeah. It's like, it, Too it's Too churchy almost, for me. What it reminds me of is, it, Church. like, 
Well, it doesn't remind me of church at all. I really literally do not remember Baphomet in any of my churches. Yeah, he's from the Bible. No, he's not. He's totally made up. I mean, all of it's made up, but that one's specifically made up by a Satanist from the 1800s, Eliphas Levi. Uh, But but this one, I I liked this quite a bit, uh, but it feels like somebody said, hey, what if we made succession about Satan? And yeah. it's kind of genius. Like, honestly, the pitch alone is kind of genius. So if you like Succession and Satan, you're going to probably love the Infernals. The the paintery art of goat people is cool. It's I will say that. Like, there's, if you like a horror book, it looks good. It just, like, it did not grab me. There's definitely, if, uh, if Bill Sienkiewicz picked this book up, he'd be like, motherfucker, you owe me money. <laughs> but... That said, there's no, oh, there's a couple pages. If you didn't sure, see it, there's sure. literally a page that's I like. I feel like it's more Sean Phillips. It should have had. Me. It should have had a, a thing that said, "Special thanks to Bill Sienkiewicz for <laughs> allowing me to do this." Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's like super early on. This. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. Yep, yep. That's pretty Sienkiewicz-y. Uh But anyway, uh, I liked it. Nice. That's all I'll say. Uh, kill everybody. Your darlings included. <laughs> Kill yes, them all. I didn't read it. And if you like just hilarious topical humor, you'll love the cover of this week's Mad. Look I, at that. I love that it's like exactly two days late for the Super Bowl. <laughs> like it's just like a perfect, like it's, it's so a mad perfect magazine. Mad <laughs> magazine. It's like honestly, like the timing is as good as Mad Magazine will ever get, which is. <laughs> Two days after the Super Bowl to have a Super Bowl cover. And all of the jokes will be about Seinfeld or something yes. like that's at yes. least 20 years out of date. Well, I mean, it, we'll most of it will be something. 20 years out of date because it is literally 20-year-old material. But then the stuff that is modern material will all be dated by yeah. at least 20 years. Yep, making fun but, of yeah. friends or something. Right, exactly. Uh, but still, that said, again, I'm saying this in a way that uh, makes it sound very bad, but I still love Mad Magazine. Yeah, I think Mad Magazine is as good as it's been in a long yeah. time because it's like they they're leaning into it being like, yeah. you know, bringing the older material back, which is quality stuff. So I think DC is is on the forefront of how to engage yeah. modern audiences with their with their legacy legacy material. Well put. Uh, am I moving this? Th- it's like I'm not moving it at all. This is magic. Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What happened? I can't, I can't seem to get this framed right. doesn't matter. Uh, Masterpiece. 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 Didn't that come out last week, too? Probably did. Is it weekly? Oh, that might have been a, uh, that might be a damage. Oh, damage. Quel damage. Might be a quel damage. Quel damage. Uh, we got uh, Miles Morales. Forgot to read. I didn't read it either. I've actually, like, I kind of fell off Miles Morales, which is weird. I, mean, I fell off everything that ties into gang war. Because so I'm that, telling you, that might be part of it. But I got to say, like, I have, I can't remember an issue of Miles Morales that I have read that I have said, I did not enjoy that. You know, like, there, mm. I literally can't think of one. It's been a I very need, consistent series. I need the Miles Morales book to reflect the aesthetic of Spider-Verse at this point like Oof. that's the thing it's like spider-verse killed me on miles morales comics fascinating i find i feel the exact opposite i couldn't i couldn't make it through more than maybe a mini series in that style without uh, getting tired of that art style personally interesting 
It's a little aggressive for me. Not uh, me. Ministry of Funny Walks is right. out, uh, or something. Ministry of Sustainable Agriculture. Ministry of Com- Compliance. Compliance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> compliance. I think. <laughs> I tried to read the first issue, and it just was not. This was not for me. Nah. That was one of those very not for me books. Um, Moon Knight is out. Oh, I forgot to read that. Is Tiger in it? I also forgot to read it, so I don't know, but I assume she is because it's got the the uh, Midnight Society or whatever they're called. Midnight Society, you say? That's a Tiger is a member of that. Is I'm it, looking forward. For are this. they really called the Midnight Society? I just like in uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's uh, great. Either midnight way. Mission. Uh, midnight Mission, that's what it is. Um, and we also have, we have probably my most surprising book. Oh, of man, the week. it opens with a splash page of Tigra. <laughs> See? Literally, whoa, literally, it's called Tigra. Holy shit, I got to get this. Okay, um, sorry. Okay. I hate how this artist draws Tigra, but I love that she's in it. My, my biggest surprise this week, Night Thrasher. 100%. You liked it? I thought I was going to, I thought I was either going to ironically like this book hate this book or like and nothing in between and i actually thought it was a pretty good like i thought as far as if you're going to make a night thrasher book it's the best way you could do it for me this was like the only way that i thought this would ever work out i am holding it in oh wow (laughs) fascinating i mean where is his skateboard well i mean number one well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. I do sense. not care about Tiger, about uh, Night Thrasher as a corporate b- whatever. Like, I want him to grab a skateboard and thrash. As There was a distinct lack of thrashing in this. Also, did you see the thing at the end where they're like, check out Night Thrasher's new costume? And I was like, when I looked at it, I literally thought, oh, they're bringing Rage back. And then it's like, no, it's Night Thrasher's <laughs> new costume. Well, I, mean, I feel like the people making this Night Thrasher comic did not read it. Like, I've never read New Warriors. Don't get it. Like, there absolutely be... did. You did not read the ending of this then <laughs> well it has silhouette in it yeah. i mean sure it's like but it, it it didn't feel in any way like new warriors to me it felt like generic well this like well post i mean what Batman. it is is it's i mean listen it's not genius but what it is is essentially a a dark knight returns for the new warriors I mean, except taking place in modern continuity because everyone has left the new warriors alone to their own devices. And as we as you will see at the end, a member of the new new warriors has something has they have kind of fallen on hard times, let's say, and taken up a life of crime. And there's some other weird shit going on. It's it's an interesting take. I'm actually going to read this series. I'm curious. All right. Well, I am. Like but again, I, I, I should have held it in. I never read the originals. I hated New Warriors. I I I liked it until I didn't like it, which I, was when I quit reading comics for a period of time. But I was a fan of it at the beginning, and I had all the first appearances and the first issues and all that stuff. And I I I did not feel like this felt in any way like, except for there was like a point where they like showed a picture of them or something. But like, it just didn't yeah. even feel like. Like he was, he was always like a rich guy, and he was always like he always had like money, and was part of a family, like very like kind of yeah, Batman. Yeah. Oh sure, but like he had, 
it's just it didn't feel 90s in any way and i feel like you kind of to me if you're doing night thrasher it has to kind of be like that yeah i think they were i think absolutely needs a skateboard they were trying very hard to avoid the the 90s-ness i don't yeah and i don't know why and and the, the lack that. of skateboard is disturbing. The fact that there is a variant of him doing like a tray flip is like, okay, well then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see it right what now. What the fuck's going on, Yeah, buddy? where's this fucking skateboard in the goddamn yeah, comic? What the hell, man? Fuck. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Take that. And speaking of things that I don't care about, uh, The Outsiders. Oh, um, it was interesting. I kind of was ready to. I'm going to read this porn comic while you're talking about it. I was ready to. Um, to drop it and then they introduce a new character into this and I'm still on board like so you remember uh, Jenny uh, Sparks from I do remember Jenny Sparks okay so that was the spirit of the 20th century she was the spirit of the 20th century Mm -hmm. and then there was Jenny Quantum was supposed to be the spirit of the 21st century right well they introduced the actual spirit of the 21st century and it is Jenny Crisis, <laughs> and it's pretty cool. That's pretty. Cool. Um, That's I, I'm into good. it. I'm into it. It's it's good, and and you kind of like it's it's very much like bringing concepts from planetary and the authority into mainstream DCU without actually you using any real like the drummer is like the only name from yeah, that yeah. that they like it, I it, there's things like it it shouldn't work but for some reason it just kind of does um but one thing i would really quickly interject uh outsiders is either it's a thing that you like or you don't like but uh alphabetically we skipped our bones dust oh yeah i literally uh, put that up on the thing too. i'm is, i'm real distracted today yeah, sorry yeah no it's that. okay um our bones dust is very very cool comic uh, with fantastic art, and this issue was brutal and cool, and I very much like it. Nice. Ben Stenbeck, I believe, is the ben artist. Ben Stenbeck. But yeah, I wanted to not get Outsiders. I was like, I'm not going to keep reading Outsiders. And then I read this one, and I was like, eh, I'll give it another issue. Okay, here is, speaking of fucking surprising things, this is yeah. this is maybe the most annoying uh, book of the week for me. Uh, I wish. What I had, the fuck, man? I wish what I had not going? bought that crappy NSFW <laughs> cover yeah, because that roller skate cover is definitely the best. Just one. a heads up: don't buy the NSFW. Yeah, it's cover. bad. It's garbage. It's and um, it's. Like, I mean, unless you really are into nipples, because yeah, like, I mean, it's the, the nipples are all right. There's plenty like, of boobs inside. Yeah, you're fine. It's, no, the Penthouse Comics is. It's so good. I mean, and and, and Penthouse uh, Comics was always. I'm sorry, no, talk over it you. It was not always good. You are no. Liar. I'm not saying it was always good, but it was always a home for like Moebius did issues of Penthouse Comics. Like okay, it's not sure. like there's never. It's not like there's like there's definitely really bad Penthouse Comics, but there's also Penthouse Comics sure. that are as good as this one. But fortunately for us, this new one. It's like David said. It's like heavy metal. It's like it's if you like heavy like metal, it's like the best issue of heavy metal I've ever read. It's definitely every good. single fucking story is yeah. a banger. I yeah, I bought this, and honestly, I would have preferred this if they had. Honestly, I would be fine if they just take the nudity out of it. Yeah. I don't want. I like. I don't have any interest in censoring anything or whatever, and not trying to be prudish about it. But it's also like. It doesn't add a whole hell of a lot. I mean, admittedly, they do I Spit on Your Grave in this one, which they don't do the movie version. They're doing the book version, which I don't know if you know the... Do you know the story? 
That's no. actually very sad. I shouldn't laugh at it. But the 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 writer of the guy who wrote the book went was really mad that they were making a movie about it, but he had no choice but to actually go but he had to go along with it because he didn't have the rights. And so he wound up going against his better judgment to see I spit on your grave in the theater when it got released. He stood up and started shouting and screaming at the screen, had a heart attack and dropped dead at the screening of I spit on your grave Whoa. because he was so upset at what they had done to his book. I mean, that movie is not good. No, it's not good. It's absolutely terrible. And it's, it's, I mean, listen, as I a, always kind of like used it as like, yeah. sort of like a metric on like when I was working at video port and people would get really excited about, Oh, you have this. Yeah. And I would just always kind of be like, this is not a person I'm terribly interested in being acquainted yeah. with. Well, I mean, it, no offense, it, but that is one of those things where it was, uh, it was one of those movies that was banned in so many countries that people were like, Oh yeah, right. We've got to be able to see this. And then you watch it and you're like, Oh, it's just gross. Yeah. yeah. It's just unpleasant and gross. And then, and, 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 and cannibal like, Holocaust is the same thing. Right. It's just like, I have no interest in seeing cannibal Holocaust ever again. Or like faces of death or something like that. Yes. Like, it's just like, I, it, and it's to me, it's, it's, it, it's not like, you know, I wanted to see those films too, just because I wanted to know what the right, deal was exactly. with them. But like, I, wasn't like excited about and sometimes like, you get in over your head when you have those feelings <laughs> like i did when i watched the movie men behind the sun i've never heard of that one. <laughs> well you know what you should continue to not ever have heard about it <laughs> well, i shouldn't even mention it out loud in the off chance that people will try to watch it i won't it I was won't forget it, it was legitimately like that. it was this i believe it was a japanese movie about uh nazi testing on humans animals there was a, a live dissection that was taking place in it it wasn't mm. so not like was, faces of death where it's actually fake well yeah i don't think i think some of the things in this were not fake mm. like there was there was a child who was like going through an autopsy that you were like i think that's yeah, just I have a no child's autopsy and it was like well i don't think i'm okay ever again i think that has actually Hit something in my brain that will never, never fix itself you gotta again. Be careful about psychic damage, man. Yeah, like I'll never be the same. Uh, speaking of which, though, uh, Penthouse, fucking read it. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. The Penthouse like, comics are good. Just it, don't buy the NSFW cover. Yeah, Get and, the roller skate one why, or one of the other guns that you this like. This fucking cover is so good. This like the main. Is that cover, the roller skate one? Well, the roller skate one is great. Yeah, yeah. But oh. the main cover is just so good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all they're all fine. I was just like, I I went online and I was like, what's this one like? And and for some reason, it like kind of showed like a like a glimpse of it. And whatever they show on the on the internet is not accurate because yeah. I got the NSFW yeah. and I was like, this is just like it's not the worst drawing I've ever seen, the illustration I've ever seen. It's just like not as good as the other covers. And I just wish I had gotten the one that yeah, what I liked better. Was this a damage replacement or did Petrol Head come out again this week? Petrol Head is out. It is not a damage replacement. Okay. And it is still, hands down, my favorite <laughs> monthly comic on the stands. Uh, we got, wow, I'm not a huge fan oh, of this variant cover. Of Apes. what? Of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. I did not read Planet of the Apes. Man, I, I don't know why I like Planet of the Apes so much, but uh, mm. I've been enjoying the comics. Yeah, uh, and no one else is reading them. Uh, let's see, uh, Batman the Hill, Red Hood the Hill, Bat Bat Hood the right. Red. Uh, Sanford Green drew this. 
I it's great. Sanford Green drew that. Yeah, it's great. What? This this Red Hood Hill what? series is like the first issue. I love him. Had Tony Aikens art, and I was like, I love Tony Aikens. Like, that's cool. This looks great. And then this one came out a week later, and it's like Sanford Green drew it. It's like stunningly, like, it is one of the best looking DC books on the stands. And I like what they're doing with it. I like that they're developing, like, like, you know, you have Gotham, and it's like, it's very white. And I love that they are kind of like black creators are developing black Gotham. And I think it's it's fucking badass. And it's nuts to me how, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe asynchronous is maybe the word I'm looking for. Like when I look at this, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. There are black people in Gotham, like somewhere in my head. That's exactly right. Wait, that shouldn't be a thing. That but in reality, thinking. what it's saying is that, like, hey, what if Maybe what if Gotham this. was actually a city? Yeah, yeah. You right. know, like and, with real people. And it's it. it's great. Like, I hope this continues for yeah. a long time with this caliber of creative behind it. It's good. Oh. Like, I am like, I don't care about Red Hood. I'm all in it yeah. for the other characters. And like, I give zero shits about Red. I Hood. will. I will pick up anything. Sanford Green draws yeah. anything. And Sean Martinborough's killing it as a writer. Yeah. Like, great. great artist in his own right. You know? What did he Good. do? I don't. Oh, he's been kind of like, I would say more of like a fill in artist. He mm-hmm. has a very like Adlard kind of style oh, like or that. like Jean Paul Leon, like adjacent Whoa. maybe. Like, Jesus, that's a. But like more that's like. A pretty, that's a pretty bold claim. Yeah, I mean it's I adjacent. Uh, sure, it's not sure, like sure. Yeah, yeah. It's I know what you mean. it's streamlined. It's I'm trying to think of another artist that maybe maybe like even like a Ty Templeton like Ooh. like if I you cross like John Paul Leon and Ty Templeton. Nice. You might get a Sean Martinborough art wow. style. Um he did he was the regular artist uh for the Greg Rooka run of Detective Comics, which was criminally underrated. Oh, that was so with all the really cool was graphics. It really underrated? I feel like that I, was, it did I not sell. Like was I know it lasted like one year, and as soon as the year was up, it was really? gone. Like, I, like I remember. So I assumed being, people didn't like it. I thought people were all well. I mean, I think that he also was, like maybe was, created Crispus Allen. Yeah, I think maybe it was no, maybe that one was of those, Central. One of those series that people talked a lot about. And they were like, wow, how cool is this? And nobody bought it. Yeah, and, and there were things that came from that series that ended up playing into DC at that time, yeah. like uh, the Checkmate stuff. Yep. And so there was a character from the Detective comic run that was ended up playing a big role in Checkmate um, because Greg Rucka was involved in that. And just, you know, I don't know. Uh, Martin Burr's a great artist and, and a good writer. And I'm, I'm into this Red Hood thing. Well, there's a Savage Red Sonia out as well. And that is written by Dan Panosian. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, we've got... Did you uh, skip Wesley Dodds? Oh, wait, no. Oh, I did. I absolutely w. did skip Wesley Dodds. Wesley Dodds, the Sandman, yeah, is also out. Yeah, I think I literally put it up there, and I just kept... Oop. I was trying to speed it along, and I sped it too much. Uh, what's that next one? Savage Red Sonia. And then we got uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, or vice versa. Yeah. Uh, that, this looks like... It looks fine. Uh, yeah. Again, I just... Steve Orlando, man. I don't know. Hit or miss for you. Uh, 99% missed for me, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, this isn't a book that I brought home, but it looked fine. Yeah. Uh, we got Joe Schmalky's yeah. uh, next year of uh, Seven Years in Darkness, I think. Is nice. that is that what this is? Because it's be supposed to... Well, this. he's doing this as seven years. 
Like, and so it's literally going to go for seven years. Wow. Um, and I literally just talked to him two days ago and I want to tell you something about this and I can't remember if I'm not supposed to, so I'm not going to say shit. Um, but there's something very exciting about this book. Um, and and it's, uh, it's awesome and there are many reasons to pick it up, but, Mm. uh, yeah. There's definitely some exciting news on the horizon for for Schmalky. Nice, and also uh, you're if you're in Maine, you're supporting local artists. Exactly. Oh, and also when I was there, he was like, uh, "You don't even carry my fucking book," and I was like, "Motherfucker, you can just <laughs> look on my goddamn website." Yeah. I was like, "What are you fucking talking?" We literally about, hype dude? it every time there's a it's new like, issue on the podcast. Like, look look on the website; it's there. Multiple covers of this fucking thing. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> That's crazy. Actually, I didn't say that. I I made an excuse for it, and then like a half hour later, I was like, "Wait a minute! I always Mother buy your book. I, like, I always buy your. You always book have here. it on the shelf. What are you always. talking about, buddy? Um, whatever. Uh, somebody apparently, I we might have sold out in the store, and somebody said to him, "Oh, I went to Co City, and they didn't have." What I was looking for, and we keep it on the yeah. on the rack. Gee, too. sorry, we sold out of your book. <laughs> like you definitely always have it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but here is here's a weird one. What did you think of this? I think it is a very high quality product, and I have no interest in it whatsoever. Who is this book for? I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But I, here's what here's what I think, though. I will say this. Okay. Two cents. If you are a regular comic book reader and as a sub-genre, subset of that, you are a DC fan, I would recommend you keep reading Sinister Sons because the only possible reason this book could be coming out is that it has some level of importance of something they're going to do in the future. It'll be like six months from now. It'll be like, oh, if you had been reading Sinister Sun since I number one, agree you'd know you. exactly. And it'll be like, oh, shit. I really wish I had gotten Sinister Sun. <laughs> it's top, top it's tier. Definitely one of those. It's well written. It the is. art is great. And, it's but, so good. And it's like it's so... Sinestro's kid and Zod's kid. Who cares? <laughs> and it's so specific. The art is so, the art is great, but it is who is this art aimed at? It is like it's a great looking kids book I mean, or a maybe, great alternative book. Maybe or it'll great, be like aimed at that market. Like maybe when it's it collected, maybe it'll be maybe like the the Super Sun stuff size. like sells. It's like evil I Super Sons. Super Sons. And it's the same writer. Yeah, yeah. I know, but I didn't I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. know if I want to say that I didn't like it. I just I it, thought it was it, fine. I, I just find, don't I found it vexing. I just don't like just I, from a marketing standpoint. Like I like I thought it was a good book. Uh, it's the thing about it that makes me a little kind of cross is that when you have creative team this good and then you have books featuring characters that are awesome that have care that have creative teams that aren't this good. Yes. And this one is literally about just like two characters that didn't exist 6 months ago. It's fine, but part of me is just like, why aren't these people doing Superman? Why aren't these people doing, uh, you know, whatever, you know, a Batman book or something? Yeah, when it's like I you just, have like, I don't know, what, but that's they just, just me. don't. I think this is, I think this is one of those moves from DC where they're kind of mimicking what Marvel does, where they're like, hey, look, we're going to develop underdeveloped characters. We're going to put heavy talent on these books 
pull them off the main books and get them onto these little books so that we can establish new IP for whatever. But it's like they don't have the kind of deep pockets that Marvel has to do that kind of shit. I don't think that's I it. I don't think it's it. I think that I this is a, I think this is a book that you'll understand it'll be like neil before zod when that like we were like why is joe really casey like <laughs> well uh, yeah and it's good like it's it's and it's dan mcdade who did this uh matt kent book this week but like that one and then it comes out with issue three oh this is like totally setting up this thing and it's very important and and, and if you go back in time you know like to before it came out when i saw that joe casey was writing a book for dc i was like they got joe casey to write this book because it's important it yeah, wasn't enough course. to make me give a shit enough about it to buy it <laughs> but like right i knew Same. that it would have some kind of intrinsic non-monetary value to yeah, yeah. have followed it at least and know what was happening in it and i feel like this is the same thing for Sinister Sons. Like, and just the fact that there's a Zod book and a Sinister Sons book with his kid, like there has to be something they're building towards that's going to feature Zod or Sinestro or something. Like it just like there's, it, it it's playing into something that we just don't have all the pieces yet. Cause there's no way, there's no way that they just like put this yeah. level of, Unless there, unless there's like some meta reason why, which is that like these books with kid characters sell as YA, and that's where all their money. I mean, is. that might and, be it. You know, maybe that's it. That but, might just be the know. answer. It looks uh, great. Either I way, will say. Speed Force is a comic book. Speed Force also looks great and also is fun. Uh, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's hard for me to believe that there's enough interest in these characters to support the book, but same. Here it is, and it's cool, and yeah. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, Spider Gwen Smash, which is a, a incredibly popular book. I think it's probably the best uh, Spider Gwen book that I've read in yeah. quite a while, since probably the original run. Um, Darth Vader. Sorry, I just burped. I put the camera on you just so <laughs> you I did, catch and that. I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> uh, Star Wars: Vader. The High Republic. High Republic. Uh, Superior Spider Man. Oh, I, I skipped this one too. Read somehow. This. Uh, we have I've been trying to figure out why that book comes out as well. Yeah, nobody knows. There's no <laughs> there's no answer to that. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Toitles. Which looks really awesome, and I kind of wish I was reading it right now. Uh, Thunderbolts, which is awesome, and I'm glad I'm reading it right now. I did not read this one, but the last couple were good. And, oh boy, things is happening in Transformers that are pretty awesome. If you read the last issue, there was a moment that was so fucking good and this one has an equally amazing moment nice. in it uh yeah this is super fun if honestly it. it was a it was a moment that i think we've all kind of been waiting for so it, as soon as you saw the characters you're like oh i wonder if he ever does this uh anyway uh usagi yojimbo nice we got that we have just in time for valentine's day that's right it's a my bloody valentine Aww. comic book called the something bluffs i can't even remember the name of the town cool uh but uh, it's great uh we got vampirella and we have the weatherman which is still is back and i don't know back i nathan fox is one of the best artists in comics and i love that there's a nathan fox book on the stands but i just 
I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I really liked The Weatherman when it first came out, but this isn't like, it's like, it, it ran its course, man. This was, the, I don't think there was much else to say. I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to have to assume that there's more there. Um, I mean, I guess I'm not I'm reading it, so I, that's, that is unfair. I probably would have said the same thing if I hadn't read Chew after the first trade of Chew. I would have right. been like, where could you go with that? And then the answer is to a bunch of really amazing stories. So It's a cool concept, this the series, and just the best art that you can imagine in a comic. And I yeah. like the coloring as well. Yep. It's, cool. it's, it's a beautiful it's a book. Cool book. Uh, which Witcher? Which Witcher is which? I don't know. Uh, well, we have that one. And if you like saber tooths eating people we got the wolverines i this one was uh, like i've been following wolverine and been like i mean horrified by it but like in this one i was like what what's even happening in this comic like it was so confusing <laughs> yeah uh, it's uh, felt like a felt like filler to me uh i agree uh it definitely does feel like filler uh and fall of x all of X continues. I like that costume redesign for Polaris. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Uh, you know what? I really speaking of uh, of design work, this cover for Zawa is so good. I love it so much with Which the melty is. the melty uh, ice cream. Oh yeah. Yes. Cool. Beautiful. Zawa. It's a great. It's a great book, uh, and that's it. That's what we got. We got so all. Many we managed to do it. Yeah. Uh, so late. that's it. Yeah. We it was we managed to cram it all in in under an hour, just barely. Wow. Uh, so thank you for listening. Follow us at uh, Coast City Comics and buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com. We would appreciate it. It helps us keep the thing going. And uh, you can follow Bob at Dollar Binge. You could. I'm doing some cool things with close-up shots. And you should. <laughs> I got that camera that takes inch-away inch picture. how good I that camera it. is. I love it. I went through so much shit to get that fucking camera, man. <laughs> oh, like, I was so angry. I was on the phone with Verizon yesterday for an hour fixing what was wrong with that phone. Whoa. It Jesus. was a pain in my ass. But Thanks. now I'm there, and I'm taking close-up pictures of Lois Lane Comics. <laughs> And many other close-up things of comics that no one will ever want to read or see these <laughs> details, except uh, I don't know, man. That me. was pretty beautiful. That the, that was an amazing shot. So I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, you know what's funny about that shot is that's Vince Coletta inks. It's like, oh, the only way to make Vince Coletta inks look good is to like look closely at how bad they are. <laughs> like, look, you can see like this like part where the line is just like has no weight to it at all. It just stops. You're not <laughs> like, wrong. So, that that so was bad. true. I'm sorry, Vince Coletta. Don't send your mob enforcers after me or family. Why does Vince everybody? Coletta. Why does everybody hate him so much? Because he's a terrible anchor. Oh, right. He ruined like decades of Jack Kirby <laughs> he art. He really did. I mean, if he ruined anyone I mean, else's stuff, no it. one would have cared. Yeah, he didn't was... ruin it, but it could have been a lot better. Agreed. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it. CoastCityComics.com. Go to it. And uh, we will see you next week. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.